Welcome to Embody You Podcast, and this is your host, Artemis Rose. Here on Embody You Podcast, you will find conversations around all things embodiment, connection, joy, authenticity, creativity, and soul-centered living. Pretty much anything that supports you living as your highest, honest, and fullest expression of you as your authentic self. It is my intention that these conversations will spark a little flame in you to help you feel a bit more connected, a bit more understood, a bit more empowered, and a bit more you. After each podcast, you can feel free to send me questions or comments at embodyyouhome at gmail.com and please like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Reviews are welcomed. Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to Embody You Podcast. And this is Artemis Rose. And today I'm really, I'm really intrigued. <laughs> I'm really intrigued and really excited. I have Atma Sophia on. Hi, Atma. Hello. Hi. Yeah. So before I have her share a little bit about herself, I'm gonna read her, uh, I'm gonna read her bio, but I'm going to give her space afterwards if she wants to add in anything after that. So Atma Sophia is a multidimensional seer, quantum healer, and master genesis code carrier that is here to guide humanity back to their original consciousness through spiritual sovereignty and divine inner union. She has a background in psychotherapy, yoga, and mindfulness, and continues to use aspects of her experience with these schools of consciousness in the work that she does with clients. She experienced her first awakening in 2008 and has been devoted to the spiritual path of expansion and an embodiment ever since. She has devoted her life to God, and her deepest passion is being in service to the divine and to humanity. Atma is currently supporting women to come into their embodiment of their unified feminine Christ power. Love it. Soul mission through her work in coaching and mentorship. So you can find her at Atma Sophia. So A-T-M-A-S-O-P-H-I-A on Instagram. Also her, your Facebook. What, what's your Facebook Tiana Atma Sophia. So that's my personal page. And it's T-I-J-A-N-A Atma Sophia. Okay, beautiful. And I'll make sure to, you know, obviously this is going to be on the podcast. So for those listening, you can read the bio, but welcome. And today we're, we're going to be talking about the unified femme, embodying the unified femme. So before we hop into that topic, was there anything else you wanted to just share about yourself? I think that is a pretty good introduction. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's just dive in. Um maybe hmm why don't we first just have you share a little bit about your own story, just what led you to um where you are today and and the title of this like episode of embodying the unified feminine. Okay, so this journey really started for me like back in 2008 when I had my first awakening, as was mentioned, like in the bio. Before then, I was nowhere near spirituality, like didn't believe in God, didn't think about it at all. Um, grew up in a home where none of that was really talked about. So 
2008, I had my first out-of-body experience. And it was like many of them every single night for a couple of weeks. So I was like training myself how to fly in the astrals. I was like, oh my goodness, this is wild. Like maybe God does exist. Maybe this dense third dimensional reality isn't all there is to life. So that's where it sort of started. I was in second year in my undergraduate program. So I was quite young. Um, And then... I went through a lot of school, like I did my entire education. And somewhere along the way, in 2012, I started practicing yoga. I remember at the time I was like waitressing and making so much money from this job that like really wasn't leading me anywhere. And I decided to um, buy a gym membership like for myself and my mom and I didn't like the gym at all so I tried my first yoga class and that was really life-changing for me like I remember that first shavasana and experiencing that divine quality within myself for the first time in my life Um, and that really like turned me into yoga so I became an avid practitioner like practicing basically every single day for the next seven years um went really really deep into the practice and during that time I also um studied further and got my um clinical social work master's degree which really opened the pathway for my psychotherapy so that's Also, when I went so deep into mindfulness, like all of my research and all of my papers and my thesis was based on mindfulness. And I remember during my studies, um, the first time that I completed a Vipassana was like in 2013. So that also like changed my life on another level and introduced meditation for me. So these were really like so profound um, foundations for my spiritual journey. That was like the groundwork for my mind-body connection. That that was the infrastructure to the Hiros Gamos that I went on later on in my journey. So I finished my master's and right before I started my master's, I was like, what am I going to do? I'm waitressing. I love yoga so much. I can't really get a job with my undergraduate degree in psychology. So um, it was either like going back to school or going to India to get my yoga teacher training. So I ended up doing both. I finished school and then like a week later, I went to India to get my yoga teacher training. And that's also when my journey with Hiros Gamos up level. That's like when I met my twin flame. And then for the next five years, I was in India on this really, really profound uh, journey, sort of going back and forth from India to Toronto. And that laid the groundwork for a lot of my experience with the Hiros Gamos. Like that was just initiation after initiation um, 
into my own deeper healing, into some of um, just the unconscious layers of my being that needed to be unified. So that's really when a lot of the healing work started and the unification work. So I had many years of like soul retrieval and retrieving different aspects of my soul. And that was a massive major part of my journey. Um, and then it sort of um, just progressed to awakening to God within me eventually after like so many years of all of these practices and like seeking and going to India and doing Reiki and like energetic work and a million of these other things that so many of us um, can relate to. I awakened to the God presence within me for the first time, like in December of 2019. And that like changed the entire trajectory of my life. Um, I stopped all of my practices. So I've done yoga for like seven whole years, um, completely came out of the practice. I came out of like the meditations, um, everything that I had ever known spirituality to be was like done in that one single moment of me awakening to the God presence within. So it was beautiful and expansive um, and exciting um, because shortly after that, I went into like sort of the next level that you see people that are coming out of new age spirituality go into like Jesus Christ came into my life and I meditated with him and did so much healing with him and like he was anointing me and really guiding me on the path for some time and then after like 40 days he was like okay our time is done like you are stubborn and you go on your own path and you're ready um and then after that was just like navigating the astral realms for a little under a year. It was like Holy Spirit training me through all of the multi-dimensions and me going through all of the inverted matrices and correcting them and fixing them and like getting into DNA work. So it was just like a whole nother level of um, really specifically working at the astral level to correct all of these distortions um, that I had found like both inside of myself and outside of myself. So that lasted for quite some time. And I remember, and I'm just gonna mention this briefly cause I'm like spiraling back around to this moment in time, like specifically right now, which is just really, really interesting. But during that entire like um, matrix correction and going into the holographic inserts and all of these inversions and distortions um, was when I was like so into, um, like this negative alien agenda and this entire story of like humanity and our history, which I, um, once I've done all that work, like my consciousness was just like, no, we're not staying there <laughs> anymore. We're like sort of coming out of this entire story. And I really feel that I have um, left this story behind and work through it and understood it from a unity consciousness perspective. 
And then during this entire time, my work really began focusing on um, exalting the masculine because I had had just such a profound and challenging experience throughout my entire life with the masculine. So it was like finally time to heal that and to really work with my inner masculine. Um, so that was also a very long journey. And I found that the more um, that I exalted the masculine, the greater experience of embodiment um, was available for me. So like those two things were never separate for me and it's like really really important um work from my perspective to be doing both of those and they're not really separate from one another anyway so in terms of the unified feminine it was all work with the masculine um ironically it was exalting all of the different aspects of masculine energy that i found within myself and what was so interesting was that I found this split in the masculine energy and I don't know if you've been following my work but I've been talking a little bit about it I haven't really seen anyone else talk about it but um the split that I experienced within myself and within the consciousness was like between the light masculine and the dark masculine. And I had been connecting with both of them inside of me. And there was a point where I was like, oh my goodness, like there is this massive split in consciousness that needs to unify. So that was such a pivotal point in my journey. It was just like noticing this split and then wondering how to unify it because I've been on the journey of like exalting the dark masculine and then finally <laughs> exalted the light masculine but there was still a split so like something was missing and that's when I realized like there had to be another level of exaltation into the Christ because it was the Christ the Christ in masculine, which is like the exaltation of the light masculine from my experience was what brought everything together and what unified everything together. And I actually experienced this like really recently. It was on April 4th of this year. It was like, um, it was when kind of like the cosmic ethereal Christ returned to earth that's when I felt the alignment of the divine masculine rod finally come online, like the three different aspects of the masculine that had been present as separated forms of consciousness finally came into alignment, which like erected the finer final pillar of the Christ and unified all of it. So like the divine masculine rod architecture was this um, perfect cross, which was so beautiful because it made so much sense as the divine masculine upholds and frames uh, the divine feminine, which is all of creation. And she just sort of like embodies the four quadrants, which can be looked at as our sacred heart. So all of it was like so beautiful. And um, that has been my journey and my revelation and my relating to the exaltation of the masculine and the embodiment of the feminine. And this goes sort of to the reason as to 
why the unified feminine Christ came forward for me. It was like the unification, not only of all of our soul aspects, but the unification of the divine masculine that can behold all of creation, which is everything that exists, you know, the divine, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, the evil, it really requires for us to have this unification and this architecture to hold everything that exists as our own self. And this is what unity consciousness means for me. And this is what the unified feminine Christ represents for me. Like she is the Sophia. She is all of creation. She is the matrix at every level and at every dimension. And she is held by the unified masculine Christ who has both light and dark aspects that has the capacity to like behold everything that ever came into creation so that's really like what is so dear to my heart and um, what I'm so passionate about sharing because this is where we are in consciousness right now with the ascension and with uh, so many of us ascending out of the fourth dimension, out of the narrative of the story of good and evil and coming back home to ourselves and to unity consciousness. Beautiful. I love it. You just, I love how you set the framework. I loved just hearing your whole story, the journey of it, because there's so much that I resonate with, just like, especially with the the groundwork of how it all started off, you know, um, from your yoga and mindfulness to your social work path, and then to then the twin flame and then the soul retrievals and then the, um, the divine presence and like releasing the yoga and then like the meditation and then, um, and yeah. And then to the, to the light and dark masculine, I'm wondering, can you elaborate more on that for listeners? Like what, what is the difference between the light and dark masculine? Okay, so this is all from my inner gnosis and my own personal experience. Like I haven't read about this anywhere. It's all sort of just from my own journey and um, my experience. So I just want to let everyone know um, that this is like totally my perspective and my own journey that I'm translating. So from my experience, like the light masculine is the earthly masculine that carries the solar coating. So for example, like the unexalted version of the light masculine is what I've turned as like the earthly benevolent father. Like he carries the archetype of just like this beautiful benevolent father that is so good. And that is like a warrior archetype. So I've related it to the warrior archetype and you'll see this a lot in the spiritual community, like these really, really beautiful, powerful men who are just like, um, 
fighting off all of the evil and really standing up for beautiful core values. Um, and they're doing all the work. They're doing the healing. Um, they're in touch like with their process and with their journey and their spiritual and communicating well. So it's like all very earthly. Like they kind of have the coding to build the foundations for the kingdom. So somehow I've also related like this warrior, earthly benevolent father archetype um, with like the solar consciousness. And also it's very similar coding to like money and abundance. That's where the earthly part comes from. It's like they just know how like the light masculine knows how to navigate the earth planes and like is good at navigating the earthly dimensions and we're like receiving and cultivating abundance and sort of in that sense um so that's like the earthly benevolent father and then the dark masculine is like the cosmic dark masculine the cosmic holy father and the archetypes that he could be embodying is like the magician and the lover. So the dark masculine, oftentimes these are our twin flames for anyone who is on the twin flame journey and they are coded cosmically as in they are going to really present to us and show to us everything that is coded within us. And this is sort of the journey of the masculine and the feminine. It's like um, our energy is always leading the dynamic and like the relationship it's sort of like our frequency and our energy and our consciousness is what is going first in the relationship and let me know if that makes sense because I know some people in like the polarity teachings are like no women don't lead but from my experience it's like the masculine is just always responding to the feminine from the space of her frequency and where she is in her energy, where she is on her journey. That's been my experience like across the board, especially through this entire um, exaltation of the masculine. I've seen like every single man in my life change radically, like to the point where I couldn't even recognize them as the individual I have known them to be through this work so it was always the case that my energy and that which was alive within me was being reflected um, by the men in my life so specifically with the dark masculine it has more of a cosmic nature so this is like the part of the negative alien agenda that plays out in our relationship through the twin flame. And that's why you're, you'll hear a lot of people actually saying like um, twin flames are clones and they're like, you know, built by aliens and like alien love bites and all, all of these narratives, all of these stories to try to explain 
what is going on and how come this journey can be so challenging and so like difficult at times because it's just the unraveling and the display of our coding on a DNA level. So just to get more into that, like, for example, when I was doing all of the DNA work, it's like the Akashic records of both humanity and like our galactic races are all encoded inside of the body. And this is actually the process of exalting the dark masculine out of the shadow, which is like responsible for that entire experience of like going into these dimensions where these negative aliens have set up like traps for our consciousness. So from my like experience, this was all the dark masculine shadow playing out our Akashic records that are stored inside of the body. So I hope that illuminates like a little bit of the difference between the dark and the light and masculine, which ultimately unifies um, as the Christ and divine masculine. Beautiful. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you sharing this. So I'm curious then, how does, like, how then do you, cause yeah, you work with clients around, actually, I would love for you to share a little bit about your work with clients. Like, what do you, I'm assuming you guide clients around like the embodiment of their unified feminine Christ. So can you speak a little bit about your work around that? It all is like so dependent on each and every individual and sort of where they're at. Like every session is sort of just guided by the Holy Spirit and whatever needs to come through. Like there isn't necessarily um one pathway but really um it's about taking radical responsibility and ownership for all of our experience and like tracing them back to the root like the root causes of why certain things are showing up in our reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you continue elaborating on this? Because I think this is really important, right? I think um, like going back to what you said, it's like taking responsibility for the evil, like within us, the unity consciousness. I would love for you to continue elaborating around this and maybe what you just maybe what you also witnessed just in general in the spiritual communities that are just misconceptions around this. Okay, so I'm gonna give an example. So the journey that I take women through specifically like through um, my training program, it like always starts with Genesis. So we are like looking to clear anything that came after our like original point of individuation that came after our perfect creation that came after our organic architecture as it devolved with the fall of 
humanity. So what that looks like is like working both on the level of the light masculine and the dark masculine. And I'll give an example like for the dark masculine. Um, a lot of the time and how I've exalted him personally on my own journey is like through the body. His consciousness is like um, multidimensional and cosmic. It's like his provision is multidimensional and the light masculine's provision is more so like earthly. So I work a lot through the body. So for example, if you have anything happening within the body, it's like the body's way of protecting your consciousness from witnessing that which is residing within it. So like our mind body vessel is so brilliant in determining what is the best path for our healing, but that's oftentimes based on like the reptilian brain and our survival and ensuring that we don't get re-traumatized. So if we have like any symptoms, I'm going to give an example of how I experienced this. I was having a migraine uh, one day. So I go into this experience, understanding that this migraine is actually protecting me from seeing that which is moving through my body, through my consciousness, and wanting to be released. So it's a process of inner communion and communing with all of your experiences and all of the different aspects of yourself and actually communing like with the migraine and for example asking the migraine like what are you protecting me from and oftentimes the migraine is going to respond and show you like an aspect of trauma that is locked away in a time capsule living in your unconscious and manifesting um, in your reality through the unconscious. Like, does that make sense? That sort of work is like the dark masculine work. That's how I uncovered my dark masculine. That's actually how I uncovered like all of um, the galactic trauma uh, that has been like stored in the body. Mm -hmm. So that's like one aspect of it is like really practically working with the body, communing with the body, learning how to take every single one of your experiences to relate to them and extract from them um, that which is going to help you to exalt like to your next level. That's going to help you to exalt all of the shadows, all of the traumas that are residing within. I love it. I also, before you started talking about Genesis, that actually popped up. Like I heard Genesis. And so I love that you, you ended up bringing it up, but no, that, I think that's, um, a really great, uh, I, like I was really following you with that around using that example of the migraine and really diving deep into the body's experience to really uncover, to uncover just the trauma that's still being manifested in, in reality. And um, yeah, so thank you for sharing on that. Um, so 
what do you think then um, at this point? Well, I guess like how, what does then this unified femme, like how does she experience reality differently um, than yeah, just how does she experience it differently in general? Like what other shifts maybe that you haven't mentioned um, exist? So that's a really good question. Um, and I specifically like recently changed even my private Facebook group that was Unified Femme. I changed it to like Unified Feminine Christ because that has been like the most recent shift with the with the Christ architecture coming online, like on a global earthly scale for the planet Earth on April 4th. And then I had the experience of it actually activating inside of the physical body on May 5th. So I can just talk about that experience like um, really briefly because it was so profound and it's like the role of the Christ is to unify the Holy Mother and the Holy Father. The role of the Christ is to bring these two aspects together and that gives rise to the Sophia that is like the exalted daughter that is the perfect creation. So I want to talk about this because it's so important and this is a shift that I've noticed in myself with my inner Christ coming online which is like our healed sacred inner child the most pure aspect of our consciousness like the perfect architecture the perfect creation like that which came straight from god untouched undistorted its level of purity is like so beautiful and that's the aspect within us that is actually going to create the new earth and that's what we're actually doing coming into unity consciousness is like unifying the holy mother and the holy father within us bringing online our unified family templates so that we can use this template and the christed consciousness that has brought it online to create from and how this like is specifically um affecting my day-to-day -day and what i'm noticing it's like I'm noticing that inner sacred Christed child is like edifying everything in my reality. It's like calling out all of the distortions that are being brought forward. And it's sort of like leading the way. So very practically like in my service, on my mission, everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm writing is being like edified and scanned and corrected from this inner aspect, if that makes sense. Um, that for me is like the most important thing because of my experience with creating 
from distortion, like, and we create from distortion every single time we have an unconscious shadow um, playing itself out. And most of the time we're not aware. And that just like is creating karma for a lot of people. And this sort of ties into like what I'm seeing in the spiritual community as well. Like this is so, so, so important to bring these aspects online and to exalt this organic architecture of the divine masculine being the perfect cross of the divine um, feminine being the perfect circle that is upheld and framed by this cross because it helps us to create from a level that is free of distortion, which is gonna allow us to come out of the looping experience of the lower dimensions. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I just love how, I mean, I rarely can tell how embodied you are and, and just an integrity with all of this. And I really appreciate you sharing so much about this. And I was wondering if, uh, just to be conscious of time, like if you, a couple questions, um, one being, was there anything else in general you wanted to add on around embodying the unified Christed femme, right? That's how you, yeah. And then maybe you could share a little bit about, cause you said you have a class coming up too, right? So maybe you could share with listeners too about the class. Yeah, sure. Um, so my whole journey of embodiment, like of course it started with yoga because we first train our mind how to be present and like embodied in the experience of our body by paying attention to the sensations, whether they're gross or subtle. That's one level of embodiment, but embodying the divine feminine, it was like the first time that I met her the first time that I came into contact with her, into contact with the goddess, feeling her both inside of me and all around me was the moment that I understood like, oh my goodness, I've been doing all of this work just for like this specific moment. I've been doing all of this work, I've been in this profound level of devotion to myself, to my God. I went on a really, really long journey with the Holy Father, um, getting on my knees every single day and praying to him and cultivating this relationship with him um, as an as a divinity outside of myself, as God, and actually through that devotion, activating him as an aspect within me. And once that happened, it was like such a massive moment, but it was much, much, much later on in the journey of my relationship with the cosmic divine masculine that I was able to connect with the divine feminine, that I was able to actually feel her presence and her divinity within me taking up space in my body. So it was a lot of work to correct all of the masculine distortion, what we've turned collectively as the patriarchy that exists 
inside all of us as coding on a very subconscious level. It's like all of that required correction and healing for me to come to this place of her feeling safe enough to open and to be and to be here with us um, now. So it's like this beautiful journey um, that I remember feeling like, oh my goodness, this was all, this was all for her. Like everything was for her. Um, and then feeling her inside of my body as a presence and cultivating that relationship on a moment to moment basis and moving from this place, um, which led me like to further exalting the masculine and actually exalting this like Christ piece, this last piece, which um, brought online the unified family template. And once that came online, I was like, oh my God, it's all for the family. <laughs> it's all for the family it's for the unity of all of our exalted aspects and I have like many people asking me what this exaltation means and exaltation means like the highest the highest aspect like the highest aspect when we clear all of the shadow it's like the true and the organic piece of who we are coming together so um, realizing that it was like all for the family and then um, having all of these sort of different pieces that are there to support us along the journey and to ensure that we are creating from this um, space of integrity and responsibility and understanding. Mm, I love it. I love how you pretty much tied it all up with, yeah, so much with the, the unified femme, well, the unified Christed femme is so much of that relationship with the, the masculine and and then, um, and even how you've been sharing how much you were able to feel her, like it, it was all for her. And even in that, then it being for the family, like the family, the family template for the, the, um, just the divine blueprint, um, and the, the inner child, how it's just all, exactly. no, go ahead. Yeah. It's like, the unified family template is the heroes gamos. It's like the template of creation, of organic creation. It's the Holy Mother and the Holy Father with the Christ Sophia as the sacred inner child. And yeah, it's just so profound and so beautiful that it's here for us now. It's on the planet for us now. And all we have to do is like align to her her being the earth, her being the holy mother that is like 
beneath our feet, her being the soul of Sophia, the one world soul. Mm, that's beautiful. Okay, so before, so yeah, we, we're pretty much up on time. So I want to be mindful of, yeah, so where can, well, we already went over where listeners can find you, but if there's any offerings that you wanted to share, if uh, listeners want to work with you, if you have anything else coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I offer like one-on-one sessions if anybody just wants to sort of have a one-off session and that comes with like a three-day Voxer support for integration. I offer also like a one-month mentorship, a three-month mentorship that includes like two monthly sessions and Voxer support. Um, I have a six-month Unified Feminine Christ program that's an intensive so this is really like a training certification and a mentorship where you get to align with your divine blueprint and your mission on earth and be supported in that way um it's the journey of Hiro's Gamos and really connecting to all of the organic architecture that we discussed um, throughout this podcast. I also have a private Facebook group named Unified Feminine Christ. And I usually give like master classes around once a month. Sometimes they're free, sometimes they're paid. And we have one coming up on 6 6 at 6 p.m. So it's going to be June the 6th at 6 p.m. And it is called Holy Mother Matrix. So it's the understanding that all of creation is the divine feminine and how we can navigate our ascension, like how we can navigate the third dimensional physical matrix and the fourth dimensional spiritual matrix so that we can ascend and come into unity consciousness because it can be challenging. Um, It can be really challenging (laughs) to come out of these systems because there's just so many layers to the mind and there's so many like mechanisms present to protect us right like the mind has a million different ways to protect us um whether that's through like externalization or projection or whatever it may be it can be tricky to navigate the ascension so this is really what this um masterclass is going to be on is seeing all of creation as the holy mother as the divine feminine which can soften our approach to um, our perspective and the way that we relate to some of the things that are happening both on a physical level of our world and on a spiritual level of the fourth dimension um astral plane so it's really the navigation of these planes and how we can frame our perspective Mm. yeah so 
one la and I know I keep saying one last question, but I, I want to I, I want to leave on this and I'm, I'm so grateful for you coming on because I'm going to look forward to re listening to this because this is definitely a lot that I'm looking forward to diving in more and more. Um, yeah, do you have any last just anything last that comes up for you that you would like to end listeners with. Yeah, it's all really about love. I know that we hear this like all the time, but it really is. It's about loving all of ourselves and all of our experiences and loving every aspect of creation, even the really, really challenging and difficult parts that we experience because it's all leading us back home. It's all leading us back home to ourselves and to our divinity and to our sacred heart that carries, um, that carries the God presence within, that carries the truth of who we are, that carries all of creation within it. So Yeah, just loving all that arises for us and seeing it as a gift that we get to receive and really appreciate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that sacred devotion. And I love that you tied it up with the simplicity of, yeah, just really honoring what arises. I love it. Thank you so much once again for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. This was really lovely and I feel really grateful um, to have this opportunity to share and to connect with you. Thank you so much. Thank you.